Welcome to the Fatherhood Podcast, proudly brought to you by the Fatherhood and Parents at Work. Today at the table, I have the three co-founders of the father-hood.com, Luke, Andrew, and I'm Jeremy. Boys, it's good to see you. It's been a while. How's you things? Too, How's yeah. things, Luke? Mate, things are pretty good. Things are pretty good. Uh, my son, Joe, celebrated his uh, third birthday yesterday, so momentous occasion. Happy birthday, Joe. Well, yeah, we, we had a watermelon cake. I wasn't very happy about, but one of one of his cousins is, uh, and that's not a cake that looks yeah. like a watermelon with icing. It's, it's an actual watermelon. What sort of cake is that? It's yeah, one of his cousins is uh, gluten intolerant or something. So just right. there's one child, none of us got cake. So not <laughs> happy about that. <laughs> Any cake at your place, Andrew? What's happening? Uh, no cake. No, just a lot of international travel and all of the uh, the pain and suffering that goes for the family with that. You'd but be popular. I, I am, but I, I did get to fulfil a boyhood dream of uh, meeting my favourite band a couple of weeks ago, so I'm still floating a little bit from that. If I seem a little cockier than usual, <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Who's if I the... seem a little bit jealous, that's probably why. <laughs> yeah. Um, Who's the band? Oh, it was you too. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, pinups on the wall, LPs, cassettes, I had it all. So this was... This hit some ancient dusty chord. That is not an, the average dad laugh, I've got to say. True that. No, look, I think dads do get to see the bands of their youth, but probably not the way I did. It was it was pretty special and uh, still buzzing. So if I hum some bars of desire in here somewhere, that'll just be me reliving it. Sounds amazing, mate. Um, mm. For me on the weekend, we had a birthday party too. Um, Amara, my eldest, turned nine and did a stand-up paddleboarding party and... Um, there were no wetsuits. Sorry, no um, no life jackets at this um, at this party and no Any, one drowned. That's, so, it's a miracle. <laughs> a, I call that a win. <laughs> speaking, of, can I, speaking of rock stars, I don't think it's too ambitious or over-egged to say that our guest today is a rock star. Yeah, I certainly felt like that. When I had a chat to Dante Palmer recently, um, I felt like I was speaking to greatness. You know, I kind of felt very humbled to be on the, on the phone with him. Now, this guy is someone you might have seen in a photograph. And if there's one photograph that, I mean, we know that an image can change history, but it can also sum up history. And I think the image of Dante Palmer is one that is most attached to what we talk about every day, which is uh, the rise of hands-on dads, Luke. Do you want to yeah, describe mean, if, it? If you folks? haven't seen this image, you just type in a hashtag squat for change or, and, or the name Dante Palmer, D-O-N-T-E-P-A-L-M-E-R, into, into your Google. Um, but basically what happened with Dante, he's, he's a dad in Tennessee and he was out at a restaurant with his, his wife and his family and his two-year-old, uh, he needed to change his nappy. So he went into the, the bathroom and uh, it was a men's, a men's restroom and lo and behold, there was no change table. So a couple of weeks later, Dante came across this photo, he posted it up on Instagram and he just said something along the lines of, hey, you know, it's a bit of a shame that dads don't get more change table facilities, you know, hashtag squat for change. And what happened next was was amazing. Um, this mo- moment became a movement. People all over the world in Germany and Russia and Mexico and the US, they started they started uh, re- reposting this this shot. Jessica Biel picked it up and, and posted it across her social media following. And suddenly this whole this whole movement popped up. And now squat for change is a not for profit um, global yeah. movement with yeah. with offices in nearly every country. So, yeah, hashtag squat for change, hashtag love the change is what's going around through social media. Still heaps of momentum. So it's turned into this not-for-profit movement and, and it's Dante's life. It's what he has turned his life to. He introduces himself first as a husband, second as a father, father of three, and now as an advocate, accidental advocate of this change that's happening around us and this image of him 
um, has become such an emblem of of the current cultural zeitgeist around this rise of the hands-on dad. Can we speak to him now? Yeah, enough of us. (laughs) He's Dante. Uh, Dante, it's been amazing seeing what you've created and what you've ignited under this Squat for Change movement. Um, For any listeners out there who might not be across what you've done in this space, would you mind explaining to us what Squat for Change is all about? Yes, um, well, Squat for Change, um, well, first off, thank you for having me on a podcast. Right now, we're a nonprofit organization, and our, our vision, our mission is to really drive those initiatives to, you know, get appropriate changing stations in all public restrooms. Um, it started from a picture um, of me um, in a restroom with my um, two-year-old son, and I was changing home. There was a lack of resource, the lack of that changing table. My oldest son took that picture. And um, I posted it one night, and literally the next morning, it went globally viral. Um, we could see the story on from BBC World News down to local news channels back here in Florida. Um, so that's what Squad for Change is. Um, recently, we can get into it. Um, you know, we landed a major brand partnership with Pampers, and we just have been pushing the um, the narrative, you know, of what, what fatherhood means to us now in these days. But um, look, resourcing and really, um, you know, focusing and honing in on the lack of resources, which is a changing table in men's restrooms. Wow! Did you, when your son took that photo and you posted it, did you have any idea that it would go beyond your immediate friendship circle at that time? No, at the t- honestly, at the time I was a teacher. Um, so when I posted this picture on Instagram that night after my son took the picture, well, initially, I'm going to start in, from the beginning. So when he took the picture at the restaurant, he showed my wife and I at the dinner table. And it was like really a brief um, discussion. Um, my wife kind of laughed about it because, you know, she was like, oh, wow, my husband is doing some kind of ninja type movie to change our, our one year old son at the time. <laughs> and that was that. I actually didn't post the picture until about two weeks after that. Uh, um, that night I posted it, um, and it was until that following morning. So about eight to nine hours, going to sleep and waking up, my wife woke me up and said, hey, check your phone. I picked the phone up. It was like literally spritzing from notifications, phone calls, text messages, um, wow. emails from just a, a ton of different resources and um, outlets saying we need to speak to you now. And even in this moment, I was like, OK, I just, you know, I changed my son. What's the big deal? <laughs> Until I, you know, really started answering the questions. and I was like, wow, this is really. And um, I think you're really manifested in my life when I seen fathers from across the world, from Australia, um, Uganda, um, you know, Mexico, um, this Canada, a lot of fathers from across the world say, hey, you know, we, we see your struggle, we see your pain, you know, we will stand behind you. And I was like, stand behind what? Like, what do we have here, right? So I took my wife one day and I said, sit, I sat down with her and say, hey, you know what, we have something. We struck a nerve. Let's form something. Let's push this campaign forward because there is a need. I see the struggle. I see the anger behind it. I see the frustrations. So let's go ahead and push it out and change something for the world. And that's what we're doing now. That's awesome. So you've had all this amazing <laughs> energy come at you, which you weren't expecting. What nerve do you think you've hit with Squat for Change. What's going on out there that people are reflecting on in this um, image? Honestly, it's, um, first off, it's, it's just honing in on fatherhood. What is what is fatherhood these days? And when I, when I ask that question, it, it means a lot to myself and to my brothers and to my uncles who are fathers. Um, we don't get a lot of attention um, as fathers, um, especially, and I hate to throw race on top of a lot of things, but it's really 
um, the, the narrative around a minority father, like the, the narrative around black fathers are, do we exist? You know, are we active with our children? Do we love our children? Do we, you know, sit down and do our daughter's hairs? Um, so when I put that picture up and initially it showed, it showed a power of a man, a showed a power of a, of a minority father. Um, so I was pushing it from that angle, like, um, and I only can push it from my experience as a growing up as a black man, having three beautiful black boys and I'm pushing it as a fatherhood. But when I, I get a lot of different races and cultures and ethnicities reaching out to me saying, Hey, you know, it's not about race. It's not about your financial status. We are fathers. And that's yeah. when I took a step back and say, you know what? This is a movement for all. You don't have to be a Democrat or Republican, black or white, rich or poor. If you're a parent at the end of the day, that's what matters. Um, and I just think what, what struck that nerve is the power of social media. Um, can I say my father was in my life and it was active? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but my dad didn't have Instagram. He didn't have Facebook and Snapchat. So I just think now in our modern day, we have we have a platform where we can actually show our our us being active in a sense. And that's what we have. And we just have a lot of fathers who are active now, who want to be publicized and want to be acknowledged. And I just think men now are really opening our mouths, speaking, saying, hey, you know, we exist let the wives go get their nails done and we can stay home with the kids because that we we earn, we drive to do so. So I'm just honored, honestly, to be a part of an amazing movement to kind of push the narrative of what a father is because we we do matter and we do care for our children. Yeah, it's it's interesting what you say there about despite race, background, financial situation, there's a there's a really leveling thing when you become a parent <laughs> right. where we're focused on being the best parents and in our case the best dads we can be. And have of common course. issues. Um, and we've been finding that with the fatherhood, despite who we talk to, with, with their background, be it a celebrity, an academic, uh, an unknown, the, a lot of the issues are very similar. A lot of things we stay awake at night thinking about are really similar. Right. And what you also talked on there is the, the great benefits <clears throat> for dads and mums, go get your nails done, and, and for the kids. So can you just talk a little bit about that? Like why you're so passionate about this and why you see this change as such a, a positive thing for everyone? Yes, yeah, it's, it's really good. I mean, first off, we want to, uh, especially with Squad for Change, I think it's really deeper than, you know, installing changing tables in restrooms. It's really showing a dynamic of what a marriage looks like. Um, it shows the dynamic of what a father looks like. And it, and it also shows the, the dynamic of what a father and a child looks like or a mother and a child. So we really are showing what a family looks like on a pedestal. And if my family has to be that, that, um, that family on this open box, then we'll do so. Um, we have a blended family. I brought a son into my relationship. My wife brought, brought a son in. So we are blending. We are a blended family as well. And it's just, you know, it, it, it's, it's really important just to, just to break those gender boxes. And that's what we're doing in my household. Um, my wife cooks it clean. But daddy also cooks and clean, right? Um, I take the boys to football practice. She does as well. She works a nine to five. I currently stay, I'm a stay at home dad working from home. Um, so it's just showing that, you know, moms can go work, dads can go also go work, but we, but you can do it on the flip side of it. So we're just trying to break that narrative that, you know, dads are the construction, hard workers that work nine to five. We are, we are about that bread and butter and we just don't have time for our children. 
Um, and, and in some situations, it has to be that way. But you know, overall, I come across a lot of fathers who are who are stay-at-home dads and who are very active and love being there and love playing that position and that role. And I just want to you know have Squatford Change shine those dads out to acknowledge them and celebrate them because we don't get the attention we need. And and being a stay-at-home dad is is rewarding, but some days it's, it's draining, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we just have to, you know, have other fathers kind of encourage us and lift us up to kind of keep pushing us forward. So that's what we're doing. And I'm just so, like I keep saying, I'm, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep saying I'm honored because I never thought I would be in this position to, you know, push a great campaign like this, but I'm so honored to be here and just sh- share my story, my story and my experience to the world. Yeah, it's awesome. It sounds like you've become through this by accident. A figure, a figurehead. It's, it's, of I tripped into it. <laughs> yeah, that's <it. laughs> a fortunate accident, which is great. It's it shining a light on something that's already happening right. out there. You're doing it. You were doing it anyway. You know, you weren't be sharing the load and having a blended family because you wanted to do squat for change. It's, you were doing it anyway, and it's right. providing this opportunity to go. Here's another dad. Here's another family that's got a situation like this, and here's another. Of course. And it's this um, platform, awesome platform to right. to and reflect what's I wanna, going on. I want to keep building my platform to the point where I can have a stage, you know, start building my own conferences, and just have dads share their stories. You know, this is not for me. It's not for my family. Um, we are part of the story, but I just want to share other races, other cultures, share your stories, because um, that's how we learn. That's how we grow day by day. Um, this year, I can say as a 32-year-old man, I have learned a lot um, just b- about backgrounds of other people. You know, I don't want to get too, too deep into it, but, you know, I met a... Um, you know, a father, you know, transgender father, and it shows a dynamic of who a father is, you know, yeah. um, as Joe's, I mean, I've seen, a, I've seen a lot of things this year, and I, it taught me a lot, it taught me how to be more humble, how to be more accepting, how to, you know, just listen to people's stories and, and, and kind of have that empathy for it, and I just hope when I share my story, you know, they can do the same for me, because, you know, we're so open-minded, and so open-hearted, and we just want, you know, we just want to be happy be reciprocal when we share ours as well yeah there's it's, i'm hearing it there's a lot of diversity out there that you're seeing that you might not have seen before right and so what is considered a father in our mind is not necessarily a heterosexual relationship you know first time round. it's often a blended family or diverse background right one thing you mentioned before is um companies looking to get on board and you working with them to to drive this change why do you think these kind of corporates uh wanting to be behind what you're doing well you know i was um well we can give some background story i was home with my sons watching the super bowl last year and you know pampers came on with a commercial of a bunch of brilliant dads you know singing and changing diapers and i and my at this point my campaign was already like three four months in and i was like wow you know i'm kind of you know frustrated i didn't get a phone call i would love to be singing with these dads i can't sing a lick but i don't even know why <laughs> i interjected in that in that matter but I sent them a message on Instagram within five to 10 minutes. They responded back and say, you know, we are, you're that guy we've been looking for. Um, and we sat down, of course, and we worked some things out and we became a partner. Um, so to answer your question, I really think these brands are now noticing that fathers matter. I mean, we have different other companies who are providing other campaigns like Dove is pushing out a paternity 
um, campaign and Pampers and standing behind me with the changing table. I love the change campaign of putting 5,000 changing tables in America and Canada over the next two years. And, you know, with my own, and then with them all, own organization we are looking to push that beyond that you know um so i'm just grateful that pampers heard my cry heard my see my pictures um heard my experience heard my story and say you know what let's stand behind this guy what matter of fact let's stand beside this guy and mm-hmm. push this initiative forward because it's really changing the lives of fathers um fathers i don't know what it is this past year maybe i was blind to it but this year i've seen an uproar of fathers who's just pushing out their stories in their lives and really fighting for a change. And it's just making the world, to me, a better place because we are really pushing our differences to the side and we're focusing on one thing and that's being a parent for our children. Dante, it's an absolute pleasure. Your energy is infectious, I gotta say. It's pretty exciting Uh, and a real pleasure to talk to you. Anyone that's listening, how can they get behind what you're doing and support you in this change that you're driving? Yeah, so I made it simple so everyone can find me. So. Every social media platform, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, the username is at Squat for Change. Um, check out my website, squatforchange.com. I'm up, actually updating it now to, so you can find ways to support and donate your time, um, finances, so we can continue to push this forward because um, my plan is to get out the U.S. and out of Canada. So I'm really trying to come out to Australia and the U.K., of course, you know, with campaigns, finances involved. So just stay in touch with me. I have different ways of donating and, you know, different ways of, you know, just sending me words of affirmation because that's what keeps me motivated as well. So, yes, um, Swap for Change across the board, and you can definitely find me. That's, that's awesome. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Um, thanks so much for your time. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it so much. Go, Dante. There we have a go, boys, in the presence of greatness there. He's a, he's a fantastic bloke and um, lots to take out of it. Luke, what do you, what do you think? Well, I suppose he – I think he's touched on the fact about why, why did this take – why did this, this photo take off? And I guess the idea here he, he touched upon was that that photo – it's bigger than the nappies. It's about how this is a moment that is really emblematic of what is happening with dads in general and about this moment of change. And it really it brought to mind, I remember seeing this, this, this study uh, from the University of Warwick and it showed that it was just about the nappies, basically. In, in, in 80, 82 in, in the UK, 43% of UK dads had never changed a nappy. In the year 2000, that number had gone down to just 3%. And that's almost... Uh, 20 years ago now so it shows how much things have changed and for me Dante is emblematic of that kind of evolution in in modern fatherhood 43% had never changed a nappy that's extraordinary what a time to be alive (laughs) (laughs) Andrew what what struck you look to me again I think the what it reminded me of was when we launched the fatherhood with an image of daddy pig with a cross through it Mm. and we experienced I think on a very minor level a degree of virality and just how much momentum can be generated by, by social media. And that's, I think, the point that he made out of that, I thought, was really, it, it's sort of pertinent because often, you know, our book is called Inspiration for the New Dad Generation. It sometimes seems like we're creating a bit of a, a, a you know, a schism between our generation of fatherhood and the previous generation of fatherhood, whereas I think a really poignant moment in the interview is when he says, my dad did a lot of great things too. They're just, I just wasn't standing around with an iPhone to capture it. Mm. So to me, it showed one of the poignant parts of modern fatherhood, which is that we have this opportunity 
to share our experience and that that can be really powerful. So plain and simple, you know, you're doing something utterly domestic, you know, whether it's cooking with your kids or changing your child's nappy, things that for us already seem very normalized. There's, there can be a real power in sharing that. So that was the moment for me where I thought, you know, this is true. There's good dads have existed as long as fatherhood's existed, but this opportunity to share our experience hasn't, it's really only a, you know, a couple of decades old, not even, maybe one decade old. It's so true. Like we were talking earlier about how many nappies we've all changed between us, like literally countless. Mm. And what he's done is captured that moment Just one once. Moment. Mm. Yeah. And what happens? You know, you have this huge swell of global support and this sense that, as you said right at the beginning there, Luke, there is this movement hiding in plain sight. And it takes sometimes it takes a photograph to change history. Yeah, for sure. So true. And yet for me, the thing that Dante talked about that really struck me is how he talked about what he refers to as the new family, um, like himself coming from, it's a blended family that he's that he has. And um, he talks about, you know, it's not the traditional roles as probably we'd call it, where dad goes and earns the money. Like dad's at home helping domestically and he's also working and mum's doing the same. She's out, she's got a job and, and she's also um, helping out at home. So this sort of teamwork within the home and whether it's um, uh, same-sex couples bringing up kids or whatever it happens to be, modern parenting is very different and much more open. There's a much broader palette that we can all play in in terms of the experiences of being a parent. And he talked about that and that really came home for me, this opportunity that we have to to define ourselves much more broadly as dads. Yeah, he talks about meeting a, a transgender dad, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of, I guess that's something we really want to do with the, with the fatherhood, wasn't it? It was kind of really sort of celebrate the diversity of the of, of what, what being a dad looks like in, in 2019. Mm. And I think the last point that I would make is that we call him a rock star. I think to me what validated that very lofty <laughs> title is that the stereotypes that, Dante talks about smashing, extend to him acknowledging that his own stereotype, an African-American male, aren't exactly commonly associated with positive fatherhood. So in the same way that he, he addresses transgender and blended families, I thought that was a really powerful moment too because mm. we are all, um, there's, there's a degree of, of stereotypical dad that we're railing against yeah. That's why, to come back to our daddy pig image, we had a big cross through him. We feel that dads need a rebrand and that this is um, this is a man unafraid, hopefully like we have been too, to really have a crack at it. Yeah. And he's stepping into it and we can kind of yeah. follow that kind of model and as dads be courageous as well. All of us kind of be courageous on redefining our place in the workplace, yeah. like leaving a bit earlier, being proud to be a hands-on dad and that means you've got to be home and you're not going to be in that meeting. We have the opportunity. We've got to step up and take it. That's the challenge I think for I've us. I've got my hairs are standing up in my arm, guys. So thanks, Dante. He's delivered on, on an image that, that changed the world. Absolutely. So there you go. That wraps up another podcast brought to you by The Fatherhood and Parents at Work. If you'd like to know more or keep in touch, please add your email address at the-father-hood.com. We'd love you to be part of our growing dad tribe. Andrew and Luke, till next time. Thanks very much. Thank you for listening to another great podcast proudly brought to you by Parents at Work. We hope you feel inspired and you've got some fresh practical ideas to help you with your work-life balance. If you like what you've heard, please share it with others and subscribe to the Parents at Work podcast page. And remember, if you need extra support or would like to send us your feedback, please email info at parentsatwork.com.au.